0: The Drew and Fuse show, the Drew and Fuse show, they clean up nicely. It's the Drew and Fuse show, the Drew and Fuse show, the Drew and Fuse show, yeah, they clean up nice. what's up, up?
1: daft punks rip yeah. back in full effect how was your weekend
0: well it was great uh we got some uh daft punks fan art that i just posted up today you know the fan art you gotta love the fan art
1: <laughs> i i don't <laughs> even know that i watched that i looked at that yet
0: yeah it's our fans you know they can't they can't help but do us dirty and then we just gotta post it up yeah <laughs> We did get an awesome new uh, art piece, though. Uh, DJ Coley Cole
1: has our new outro piece, so make sure you tune in for that or watch that on social media. Give it a like. Yeah. The, all new videos for it.
0: We uh, we got to remember to clip it into the end of this one because we forgot the last two. And, uh, you know, sometimes it happens. That's what happens when you got supply chain issues and, you know, things like that. You forget to edit in. Uh, the new pieces supply well, to chain be fair. We really didn't actually have everything
1: <laughs> to be fair. We didn't actually have the, the video done yet. The video is actually done. So I, I feel like that's that's on uh, on par. So,
0: you know, we I've been slacking. We have a lot of new um messages on the YOLO line too that I don't have available to play today but I promise the next episode I'll have them available so if you guys still want to call in and use that YOLO line and drop us something uh, we'll be airing them all on the next episode it's 562-246-YOLO so make sure you uh, you know call it in ask us any questions any uh, drunk dials any uh, rants of why you hate us are cool too we'll play them we we like people with some hate in their heart. It just fuels us, you know. So also We haven't asked in a while, but make sure you are rating and reviewing the podcast on Apple Podcast. It really helps grow the show on that platform. If you're in the market for a photo booth, make sure you check out the affiliate link below down in the description. It won't help you out, but it does help out the show. If you are in the market for a photo booth, make sure you check that out. Uh, Also, if you haven't got on direct music service yet, Use the promo code Drew show. It'll get you 30% off your first month of activation. Also, Club Cannon. Go over to Club Cannon. Buy a Club Cannon. Tell him DrewInfuse sent you. He'll, he'll be excited about that. He always loves hearing that we sent you. He loves Daft Punk's, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's all I got right now. I had a busy weekend. I know you had a busy travel weekend, too and yeah, uh, my
1: weekend i my weekend was was definitely hectic but it was awesome i did uh, a wedding at the wedding crashers house where they filmed wedding crashers was where my wedding was held and the the groom's parents own the house now which is crazy so it's in uh outside of eastern maryland it wasn't originally that they just rented it out for that but so cool man uh, i've already re-watched it and it was uh definitely all the different areas of this this lot it's probably like 10 acres i don't know but i can see all the different areas and say oh they filmed this part here they filmed this part here so it's pretty dope man crazy shit to run into with these travel events
0: yeah and uh some of the videos you showed me it looked super super money i couldn't even believe that one you know that's amazing that you get to play those parties, but two people want to spend that kind of money on weddings, still knowing that the divorce rate is like over 50%, <laughs> <laughs> you know? So uh, it's wild is wild to me. You gotta have, uh,
1: now. maybe it's a good thing. Cause now we're going to have multiple wedding celebrations for, so this, this wedding had an, uh, a welcome party. It had the full reception and then a four hour after party. I mean, it, it was all in. they were all in and they partied the whole time. It was fun.
0: Yeah. But after you got done DJing, was there like a fight in the street where a guy pulled his <laughs> wiener out? Because I bet there wasn't because that happened to me on Sunday. I mean, I wasn't really there to see it, but I did see it in the news and it's like, oh, yeah, there's the bar that I was playing at. And just a couple bars like down, there's a guy out front in the street trying to fight somebody dukes up and all. Then he just fucking pulls his pants down. Have you ever been that vexed at somebody <laughs> where like, you're like, you know what? I'm going to fight you, but then before I fight you, I'm going to pull my wiener out.
1: <laughs> Let's make this real weird. Let's just make it a, a, a skip up fight.
0: Yeah, so if you Google Cincinnati, Ohio, banks and probably arrest, it'll probably pop right up and you can see what I'm talking about. Or you can just message me and I'll send you, I'll send you a good link of Crazy man. So anyway, not to babble too much about naked man gigs <laughs> and, uh <laughs> houses. We we do have a really cool guest for you guys today. Um he is from New Jersey. You've probably seen him on social media if you're not living under a rock and you know you're on the cool kid TikTok because he has over two hundred thousand two hundred thousand followers on TikTok. And uh, not only that, he's been making a lot of edits and remixes, which have been blowing up a lot lately, too. They've been getting support from Diplo, Loud Luxury, Mads, and uh, a lot, lot more other artists have been supporting him as well. Um, he's been DJing up and down the East Coast as well. Uh, big venues like uh, the big night entertainment venues like Shrine and then also Trio in Charleston. And I've seen him do uh, Harris Pool as well. So, with that being said, please help us welcome Angelo the Kid. Hey,
2: what's good, guys? How we doing? Good. What's How
0: good, you doing? Dude?
2: Good. Good. Thank you, guys, for having me on.
1: Yeah, we're stoked, man. You've been crushing it lately, and uh, we really appreciate you taking the time.
2: Definitely, of Little course, bit. of course. Um, big fans of the show too. Obviously, I said um, I saw the last show. Last show, a huge fan of Cheyenne Giles, and I was like, that was cool that you guys got him on too. So. Yeah,
0: Yeah, he was awesome.
1: He's killing it right now, too. I mean, all you guys are putting in the work and just I love the, the production just getting better and better and better.
0: And everyone's making each other better. I like it. Definitely. Cool, cool so yeah we appreciate you coming on and chatting with us today we are going to get started with some of these rapid fires which i'm sure you know they aren't always so rapid fire but we've we've changed them a little bit and we're we're still working on them so i'm going to play this uh the segment video here uh real quick then we'll get started with some questions
2: hey this is the king of pop michael jackson
0: Drew and Fuse, let's talk questions. In fact, let's do some rapid fire. Now, I know these rapid fires aren't always so rapid fire, and that is okay by me. I got nothing but time. Now,
2: let's look at the man in the mirror and get started. King of Pop? That's amazing. That's amazing. Doing a big <laughs> we, had
0: to, we had to specially call that one in to get the King of Pop. Here, so you know, I love it. I love it. (laughs) He looks pretty good. You gotta give him that, dude. (laughs) He fooled me. I'm not gonna lie, he fooled me. Pretty good. You mean pretty bad. It's pretty good.
1: Is that uh, would you I mean real real quick would you ever want to actually look like the King of Pop? I know you might make some money off being a celebrity impersonator but would you want to have that as your lifestyle?
2: There's like I've seen stuff on TikTok where it's like they dress him up almost to look very like scary like like it's like an over exaggerated Michael Jackson and like he like just pops out of the corner and it always scares scares me all the time like <laughs>
0: He you know That guy's probably like down in the Dominican right now performing for like tons of people at a resort somewhere. I'm not, yeah, yeah, I'm not (laughs) knocking the hustle, but like I just don't know if I'd want to live my whole life trying to be just like somebody else. Yeah,
2: (laughs) there's way too many Elvis impersonators, I'll tell you that. (laughs) A lot of bad ones, yeah.
1: Well. Elvis impersonators, at least maybe the good looking ones, might actually get some some uh, some ladies off of it. But this yeah. fake Michael, uh, I don't
2: know.
0: <laughs> I don't know how many girls are uh, after that that one. <laughs> You're telling me you wouldn't want a piece of fake Michael? <laughs> <laughs>
2: like All... the next best thing. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, if you can't get the real, which you can't. It's over. <laughs> He's gone. The, so... the hard pass. all right all right so our first rapid fire question is uh are you on serato or record box
2: uh so for right now i'm actually on both i've been trying to make the transition over to record box and do sticks fully it's just you know there's a lot of venues especially you know starting to travel a little bit more is i'm not fully comfortable going on sticks and and doing it you know it just it's a it's a big leap and like with laptop like playing serato it's just a little bit you know i'm just in my comfort zone i know it's going to be a good show you know no matter what i'm always i got all my music in my library so um not fully yet but yeah i i overall record box i love playing in it
1: you know i've i've had serato since you know pretty much the beginning and i've tried record box i have nothing against it i guess if this the I know they have programs that will kind of transition all the stuff between it. It's just whenever I play a show, and maybe this is why you haven't jumped either, is I have no fucking idea what I'm going to play. So if I if I prepped it out, it might be good yeah. because I actually yeah. put some thought into it. But at the same time, I feel like I, I would freak out more because I would have just pigeonholed myself into something.
2: Exactly. And a lot of people are used to, you know, like, a lot of, you know, artists or DJs, like they'll literally just put one folder and they'll go down the line, which is fine. You know, no problem. But like, I don't know, like I'll be like, I'll go two songs in. I'm like, no, I got to get out of this. I got to go to another crate, you know. So I'm, I'm also like not big on um, I'm big on like searching. I like always search everything. Like I'm, I'm not really big in like crates uh, sometimes. So uh, it would have to be like either the 3000s or like the newest 2000s uh if i was going to play stick open format
1: so i do know that with it doesn't have to be sticks and i think i was talking with another dj recently Mm -hmm. they they thought oh i have to have like a two terabyte or a two you know 100 gigabyte uh stick you could put a full hard drive on that thing it could be like four terabytes so if you if you were organized enough technically it's like having your laptop if because that 3000 is so
2: dope but yeah.
1: not everyone has it <laughs> very very little places have it right
2: yeah i'm uh, i mean right now i'm actually trying to save up for it just so i can get better at it and better at it but uh yeah like i it's i've seen people show with a full hard drive and play on sticks you know uh with right. on three thousand so it's pretty cool i i just haven't really made the full transition yet i have to look into one of the softwares uh to do that for sure
0: i think it's hard you know when you're not, like, not saying that you're not starting to or you're not at all, but, like, when you're not a big, like, hard-ticket-selling guy, you know, it's, like, it's hard to really be like, you know what? We're doing what the fuck I want tonight, and it's only on this stick, and it's only what I brought. So, you know, it's really hard. Like, we were just in Vegas earlier this year, and we were watching Little John, and he literally got on the mic and was like, yo, I am only playing hip-hop tonight. So if you're... (laughs) like fuck you and like literally he played only hip-hop that night which we've seen him other nights where it's like he's played a lot of mix and yeah you know, he can fucking do that though you yeah know? like if i show up to the bar and i'm like yo, i'm only playing hip-hop tonight fuck you people are yeah like, oh, God, <laughs> this guy you know like yeah
2: owner definitely not be happy too and like you know <laughs>
0: <laughs> but he is
1: on serato still i still saw his laptop in that yeah he's still on
2: serato yeah there's a few out there like him, Paulie D, are still on Serato. Uh, a couple other people. I think with this new update, we're going to see more. I I don't know. I think the update's huge. Yeah, the stems the stems is looks crazy. I just haven't uh haven't gotten around to use it, but it looks insane. I haven't used it yet either. I'm very.
0: I only have my one laptop. I have a couple other computers, but my only one DJ laptop, and uh and uh it's like I don't put anything on the laptop that isn't not You know, ready to go out. So I just don't I don't mess with the beta versions or anything like that. So, you know, I hate to say it, but I consider myself a pro and I'm not going to walk into a venue with, you know, the non pro version and and give it a try.
2: Yeah, yeah. No, I I feel that because like there's been so many times where your laptop crashes if you're updating. Like I hate updating stuff because you just you don't know what's gonna happen. No one's ready for it yet. You know.
0: Totally. Do you have a, a favorite remixer or producer? And don't even think of that
2: in uh, the DJ world, like editor, like just in general. Like if so, if you have... I mean right now producer wise, I fell in love with like Fred again for sure. The he's the new probably like the newest producer my one friend's going to kill me because I went to the concert without him and he wanted to go, but, um, you know, it was, it was insane. Like it's, he's just insane right now. He's, cha- I think he's changing like music for right now. And we needed something like that in the electronic music world, for sure. I like That's that. cool.
0: Kevin Scott's daughter is going to love that answer. If she listens to this episode, <laughs> because uh, her, his, her, her, she told me when we were out there visiting him that her favorite artist right now was Fred again.
2: Awesome. <laughs> He's awesome. And then I uh, wanted to also say Wookie. Wookie's another producer I'm loving right now with all his like uh, his his Patreon bandcamp stuff. Oh, I see- didn't know oh. he had that. I have to I'll have to go check that out then. Unreal. Yeah. Like you'll find the the weirdest stuff on there, like the most random, random remixes. It's amazing. So
0: that's awesome. Okay. I'm
1: making notes. I learned from this show. This is why this is why I like this kind of thing. Cause we get I to we get to learn. So this is dope.
0: One thing we like to ask is, uh, do you have a crazy story from the DJ booth? Like, uh, just a crazy, wild story, or maybe it's a night went wrong. Maybe it's a night that went awesome. There could be a couple. We're here for it.
2: Oh, all right. So this is actually was at Trio Charleston. Um, I think I think this like I never really had a celebrity like, uh, like come to you know my gig or anything, but this is like a very only uh, real one, so I understand. But Abella Danger who's a, you know, she's an actress. She was, <laughs> she was literally like, they're like, yeah, a Bella danger is coming to your your gig tonight at a trio. And I was like, what the hell? Like, there's no way. Like, it was like, that's so crazy. And my girlfriend was there with me. She's like, who's a Bella danger. Who is that? You know? <laughs> but You're I like, think that oh, would was- know <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I have to yeah. just explain how I know who she is. <laughs> <laughs> It was so funny, though, but that was, I mean, that was pretty, that was pretty wild. Uh, That was pretty wild Did she come up to the booth? uh, She just said, yeah, she came up, she said, awesome job. She wanted, like, all hip-hop, so I was just ripping a hip-hop set for her, and and her whole crew was loving it so i thought that was a pretty pretty awesome time for me i never i mean just like i never had a celebrity you know show up really to anything and like for that to be the first one was pretty funny to me honestly <laughs>
1: that's amazing it's yeah, so good yeah. i love it
2: but yeah i don't really like i don't have
1: anything crazy besides that, <laughs> that I actually i mean i'm not sure who that is i'm
0: sorry <laughs> this is awkward <laughs> she's like been blowing up she's been like on barstool a ton lately and some of the other podcasts she's like almost like becoming like a pop culture like just person i feel
2: like yeah she's i mean i guess like bar yeah definitely barstool's pick picking her up barstool's picking up all those people it's so funny um yeah it's like uh
0: they're just continuing the the idea of what can we do that's more crazy and more crazy and more crazy to get like rates or ratings and reviews on stuff. So, you oh know what, God. we're just going to yeah. start getting all these girls on here. And you yeah. Know, that's, <laughs> gonna go. So uh, another thing is we wanted to ask is, you know, we mentioned earlier when we were doing a little intro that you, you, you've been blowing up on social media a little bit. You've got 200 over 200,000 followers on TikTok. What's kind of your inspiration for that?
2: Yeah, for sure. So, uh when I first blew up, it was during, uh, it was during COVID. So it was pretty much all, I was, got a lot of inspiration from, obviously, have you seen uh, DJ Precise? He does all the hip hop oh, yeah. rankings. I just so, played, with him
1: the, uh, played with him a couple weeks back.
2: Dope. Dope. Yeah. He's, he's dope. He's, he's been crushing it too. Uh, so I pretty much, when I first started blowing up, I was wanted to target New Jersey during COVID and I, like, we also have, uh, like. There's, like, two halves of Jersey. There's, like, North Jersey, and then there's, like, South Jersey, which is all, like, you know, down the shore. You know, uh, Belmar, DJs is another spot. Like, everyone just goes crazy for those spots. So I did, like, a top eight down the shore songs, um, and it was, like, Pump It Up, uh, Endor, uh, Rattle, uh, Booyah, all those, all the big EDM hits, and it just, you know, exploded uh, when I first did it. And after that, I just lined up for, like, Three weeks straight, I made a TikTok for each day and just stayed consistent with it. And then that's I think I, through those three weeks, I gained from let's just say 200 followers to probably about eighty thousand to a hundred thousand. Um, and then so now I do a lot more ed, uh, newer music. So,
1: so at the beginning it was uh, just live at your shows when you first kind of got it going.
2: Or? Uh no it was it was it, like I was in my basement like just doing uh, oh, EDM okay. rankings yeah so I was just doing rankings you know in my basement um, and it was just blowing up I was like what the hell like how's this happening um, and then I just kept following up with it and you know I slowly started doing like oh top eight Fisher top eight Tiesto top eight um, you know different artists and then now I do a lot more new music so I try and keep up with it you know every Friday I'll I'll try and post uh, a new let's let's just say like new music Friday. So I'll post like the top eight songs of that week that just came out for EDM or tech house or anything. So that's pretty much how I do tick tock. And then I'll, I'll use it as a way to grow other pages as well.
1: I'm curious with that because I, I try and go on Spotify to find those. Where are you finding these like new, the new picks or are you going on like B port or Spotify or, you know, what's your, your angle for, are you including, Uh, mashups or uh bootlegs that people can't find
2: yeah so um i usually keep it to spotify um just because i also have a spotify playlist that i just i've grown throughout the years as well uh for that stuff um and all every friday new music friday comes out uh, on spotify for dance music and you can find a ton of stuff on there there's a lot of different music there's like drum and bass and all that but i usually keep it to to like pop hit like pop slap house stuff and um and tech house for my for my rankings um and then also i'll take from record pools so like whatever music i see on record pools i'll search it on spotify check it out and then i'll save that as well
1: i i I love it because cheyenne on the last uh episode he he was talking about how he wishes some of his bootlegs would be able to trend on spotify and mm. just because everyone goes there and even at some of my event, events they'll just be like oh can i find you on spotify and uh, i always have to say oh, no spotify sucks they hate fun yeah you know yeah exactly so, <laughs> <laughs> i wish i could right but no one no one likes mixcloud mixcloud fucking sucks so mm. i like the approach that you're doing it it is kind of uh, that new way of that new discovery that if people like you they could find that so it's it's genius yep, yep. soundcloud has
2: been gr- soundcloud has been amazing too right now too like just the growth for remixes and the mixes and stuff it's it's amazing you know especially with hyped it like uh, hyped it is crushing right now i feel like for remixes like all these everyone's going for the remixes hyped it so um you, you i'm a huge like fan it? of soundcloud You don't feel like they're taking stuff down because we
0: recently started posting some stuff on SoundCloud and like the first couple times I posted it, they they took they took it down. But then I just did the old add sixty seconds of space at the beginning and yeah,
2: (laughs) it got left up. So I actually just saw one of my good buddies his SoundCloud got deleted. So I uh, I'm like debating on making a second SoundCloud just for my stuff. Uh, But I also have like a burner account where I'll upload it and then um, see if it gets through and if it does if it gets through then i'll upload it to mine so wow, that's a good the idea
1: burner account is so good dude yeah. Why, fuck, how do we miss that that's <laughs> I, I feel like i i feel like i used to do that with mixes back when i would do a mix for spotify yeah. uh i mean way back in the days and now fuck we need a burner account dude genius yeah, yeah that's a great so-
2: idea Great and idea. if you up if you upload it private it'll still recognize it like it'll still take it down if you upload it private if it's like doesn't go through so you don't have to like post it uh which is really cool
0: so and if you're uploading it as private too it doesn't count against your account like if no, it gets so, taken down
2: so like if it'll recognize it so like you won't have to make it public if that makes sense in order oh, I rec- now. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah so
1: but, but it doesn't give you the strike is what fuse is saying
0: yeah, that's what I was wondering. if Because I'm you never put sure. it public. Yeah, I wonder, like, let's say you got your burner account that nothing ever goes public on. Like, I wonder, like, if they give you a little more leeway because nothing ever was actually posted public. I, dude, we yeah. need to get fucking somebody from SoundCloud on here <laughs> to, like, really talk, talk with us and, like, be like, yo, you know, here's the thing. Because for a while there Soundcloud was, you know, I still go on Soundcloud sometimes now and I feel like more recently it has been better for like digging for remixes. But like in the 2010s like to 2013 I would say even it was amazing and then it was yeah. like boom, the bottom fell out of it, you yeah. know. Uh, and there everyone's trying to
1: I mean, you look at the TikTok where they allow everything, right? And I feel that all the record labels are going. Oh wait, maybe we are. We are assholes, and this is a good thing, you know.
2: Yeah, I agree. I agree. I mean, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. It did it with mixes. I mean, mixes were – they were flagging mixes, and now they're not flagging any mixes at all. So maybe they'll do it with remixes. What? Um, they're not flagging any mixes on SoundCloud right now. None. Mixes can go through. They're good with mixes. I know that. I know that for sure. I'm. I mean, I'm. I'm pretty positive. So
1: um i'll have to go back on there because mixcloud sucks yeah it's the worst
0: yeah it's just too like you know the whole like you can't go backwards in a song i get it they figured out a way to make the, the company legally work i get it but like in terms of like getting people to follow you and like do anything on there let's be honest it's mostly just djs and djs listening to other mixes and it's like most of the time i don't I don't really listen to a lot of DJ mixes unless it's somebody's like stuff that I really think is really good and I want to hear it or it's like you know I'm looking for I I'm, I'm feeling not fresh and I want to go listen to somebody else play and I'm looking for like new ways to to bring stuff in you know mm-hmm. that's kind of the only time that I listen to to mixes anymore at least at this point in my career I've also been DJing for 15 plus years at this
2: point so I feel like I've heard all the mixes there is to hear no i agree i think i think with us it's a little bit different but i think a lot of people you know they use it you know for pre-games you know uh pre-games or they're working out like they love um i think another thing that's big on part of my brand is uh the playpen mixes so they're like very they're inspired by big booty so it's like it's a it's an hour mix of just all my mashups like i'll line up every instrumental in ableton and then i'll just start putting acapellas over everything um and like that's that goes through SoundCloud. I'm on number five coming out next month. Um, but yeah, like that's like uh that those never get flagged. I know I'm pretty sure mixes should be good on there.
1: Yeah, can you talk about that for a little bit? I think that's fascinating. Um, I do get you know my sister-in-law is a little bit younger, and I she's always going on SoundCloud. That was kind of her era, mm-hmm. and and so. People do are still okay with SoundCloud because it doesn't have the restrictions as of MixCloud. So, uh, are you finding a lot of traction on that with your mixes that people are able to at least go on there and they're getting a lot of plays? How does that work out for you?
2: Uh, yeah, so I think I think mixes are huge uh, for people because people, you know, are always if you can try and put out a mix a month, I think that's massive um because people are always looking for new music you know sometimes they don't want to listen to a playlist you know they want to listen to a whole hour mix uh again like while they're pregaming or they're working out it just uh it's it's been a big thing for me at least and a lot of traction i've had people you know i'll play whatever a small bar or a big show people are showing up the playpen on their phone you know to the dj booth and i'm like oh that's awesome like that's what i want to see that's like the whole point of these mixes um, but I think, you know, the more, the more mixes you put out, um, the better I. And these oh, are new. Ahead,
1: I, what I was going to ask is there, these are following your TikTok trend where you're putting out new stuff or do they vary where it's like new, old, uh, themed. How does that, so, how do you play? So, that?
2: so my, like, as far as the music within the mixes or. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
2: so, um, I'll do different themes. So like the first one was Rugrats theme. Um, and then I'll, but like, it's like, uh, I'll do the, I did the, um, the first one and the second one were like Rugrats scene. The first one I started with like the Michael Jordan, um, the Michael Jordan intro. It's like, cause like that was big during COVID and I did all these sound bites from COVID, uh, like that were like, you know, Tiger King, all that stuff. And then, uh, a, a lot of the music in it is I go back to, you know, big room EDM and then I'll mash it up with new vocals or I'll do like, you know, newer instrumentals and then older vocals. So it's it's a m- massive mix of all these different acapellas. And uh, another part of that, too, I'll usually release a mashup pack with that mix. So if they want if DJs want to download the mix, they they I mean, or download the mashups, they'll download it within the, with the mix.
1: We, we need to get on your mailing list. I know <laughs> uh, I know it gets sent for something else, but I'd love to get some of those. Yeah, um, of
2: course.
0: I want to uh, talk a little more music here in just a second, but I have one more rapid fire question for you before we get too far out, where mm-hmm. uh, you know the rapid fire is over. Which, you know, again, it's not so rapid rapid fire, but uh, it is. What is the best non-word, curse word, one-word insult?
2: Uh, fake, I would say. Uh, all right, never that we, have, we haven't <laughs> had that one yet. We so haven't <laughs> had that. I like that. <laughs> Wow um, what really? what are some what are some other ones that people say? <laughs> Douchebag, jabroni, clown. No.
0: Um, those are good. Corn Dad. nuts was uh, <laughs> was Chris Cox's, which is just. Oh, funny. we had a
1: uh, what's a a croc a giblet a, the croc a, gib- a gibbet. The croc uh, pins, a lint
0: a liquor was uh, <laughs> uh, Saber's answer when we had him on.
2: So uh, damn, we have those are good. Those are good. Uh, <laughs> All right, real quick.
0: I'm going to play this uh, this segment video because I want to talk some more music. And we haven't got to air this segment video yet. And now's the perfect time. So here we go.
2: Hey, Drew and Fuse. Hermit Frog here. When I'm not dealing with my painting-the-ass wife, Miss Biggie, I like to talk and sing with my friends. What's your top songs? A new personal favorite of mine is this. It's the Drew and Fuse Show. The brew
0: infusion and, and they clean up nicely because usually they look like shit. Yay!
2: All right. These are amazing. I, I love it. I forgot <laughs> we got that one done, by the way.
0: It's
2: so good. It's so bad. It's so good. <laughs> how do you get how do you guys get these done? What's like especially can't that? Give
1: away... Oh we'll tell you, but I'm gonna edit it out. They're uh uh fiber and shit like that oh so, yeah
0: yeah we just find people that that can do the voices and then you know we we just we did the, make videos. the videos yeah we make the videos and then we try to find music that like fits like royalty free music that fits the the vibe of what we're doing and then we we do it like sync it all up or it's try awesome. our best awesome. so we kind of love, love the shittiness like within the video too we think it's hilarious no it's amazing yeah. i love it so <laughs> fiver is great they are great yeah. So, talking some music. One of the things I really want to ask you is: so, about five or six months ago, you came out with a remix of Black Eyed Peas' "Pump It," right? Did yeah. Tiësto steal your
2: mix? <laughs> one of one of the Ghostwriters maybe did. I don't know. <laughs> because, uh, I mean, this mi- that mix has got
0: yeah. a lot of listens on SoundCloud. <laughs> yeah.
2: So. I have like this theory because like the timing is just so it's like so perfect how it worked out. You know, Um, I first like put the preview out on TikTok and it blew up. I think I got like 10K likes or something. And it was like, yo, drop this, drop this. I was like, damn, I got to drop this. So I ended up dropping it like two weeks after uh, I put out that TikTok. Wait, wait,
1: I got to ask. So with the TikTok that you did, is it just a preview and you didn't actually finish the whole thing? And so you're like, fuck, I got to actually like produce the rest of it or it was.
2: It, it was just all curious. done. It was all it was done. All I think I, I just had to like maybe tweak a couple things and get it mixed and mastered. Uh, but pretty okay. much it was okay. all done. Uh, but so, you know, it took me like a good week, week and a half to get that out. Um, and then a week after I put it out, I saw John Summit's story. He was just at Tiesto's show, like taking a selfie. I think it was maybe EDC or something. He was with Tiesto and Tiesto's playing this pump it at it. And I'm like, wait, is that my edit? Like, no fucking way. Like, I literally just put this out. And then, like, it dropped into something else. And I'm like, whose remix is this? Like, what is this? So I'm, like, searching everywhere. Couldn't find it anywhere. And then, like, later as time goes by, I'm like, I find out it's Tiestos. I'm like, oh, that makes sense, you know? So, um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe he did. Maybe he didn't. I have no idea, you know? But it just seems very, like, the timing seems very around that time, you know?
1: Uh, I think he did. I don't know. I'm yeah. calling it. I think he did because Puppet <laughs> was, was never an actual like big song by Black Eyed Peas. You know, yeah, they tried the to push it song. Yeah. yeah. Well, they, they they tried to push it hard, but it just it just didn't ever do anything. I mean, and so for you to get that kind of traction, and then people are like, all of a sudden, oh, let's do Black Eyed Peas. That's pretty fucking convenient, man. Yeah. I don't know.
2: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't listen, I'd take it. I thought it was cool that if he did it, you know, I thought it was awesome, you know. No hate towards him at all. So that was I, I'm not it. even
1: saying that. I
2: yeah. I'm more
1: just saying like give give the give uh give the kids some credit,
2: you know? Yeah, hell yeah. Hell yeah. I mean, I think it's it goes to show you though, you know, like I personally think mine's better, but like You know, it goes to show you something at that level, you know, like it can't make it on Spotify like his, but his can make on Spotify, you know. So I think that's what I meant to kind of show uh, overall. Um, When I made that remix, too, I made it like three. It was like three in the morning in Miami because like I heard I heard someone else play an edit for Miami Music Week. And I'm like, I got I I have an idea in my head. Yeah. Of that song. So it was pretty funny. I
0: you know, I it's funny because like I just remember like 2010, like that time when like I got a feeling and stuff was like coming out and they had black eyed peas and that pump it. Like (laughs) I didn't play pump it drew. I think you had like a quick, a quick edit of pump it. Maybe that like every once in a while I'd be like, let me play pump it and see if anybody actually cares. And then nobody would care. I (laughs)
1: might've played it because it it was one of those things where I do a lot of private events. Uh, I also still do nightclubs. So um, I was getting tons of requests for it. And, I think I made an edit to try and just try and play it because I was always like, sometimes I think with the private event space, uh, say a black eyed peas, they don't want to, they, they like black eyed peas, but they're sick of the same three songs. Right. So they want to hear something else, but it doesn't always translate. So sometimes I think they're like, Oh, here's a song off the album that I liked Yeah, one, you know? And you're like, "Eh, I don't know about that. So I think I did try and like pull it off, but just never worked.
0: So and that's now crazy. it's it's weird because it's like now I I played the uh been playing it and it's almost like excuse me it's almost like uh it's cool like it's a cool song now and it's just funny how but but I see it I see it differently now than I
1: see it then so this is now ten years and I think the people that album just got bought by every everybody right so. The kids that are that are now adults or anybody that was underage to go out at that time frame liked that album and they just listened to the album front to back. So I I it totally makes sense to me now. Um, exactly why it works.
2: That's the same album as like my humps, right? Don't funk with my heart, all that stuff. I'm pretty Don't sure Don't funk
0: with my heart. I haven't heard oh, that man, one in forever. Jeez. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think I think you're right. Uh, yeah. well, they, they were like so close to each other, but I got another one. If that
1: one crushed for you, you know which one I get so many requests for at private events that might need uh something new. And I think uh, uh, the guy from Party Rock was a goon did this. Goon. Uh, it's a uh, goon rock, is it goon rock, goon rock or- anyways? Yeah, but he did um, a little party never hurt nobody. It's Fergie Solo, oh, yeah, and it's with uh, it was in the the movie with leo the gatsby oh right yeah i put it in the same vein as that this that song gets requested all the time and it never fucking works but if it was remixed better because it's it's a it's a just a bad version of party rock anthem so i think a newer remix could with the theme of it could work
2: yeah so there you go i, I agree the vocal the vocal is really good on that like that's a yeah. song I forgot about actually too. I used to play it. I used to play it a couple years back, but like now, I just like, oh wait, now I'm gonna. St- I might start playing that again, honestly. <laughs> well, I'm throwing you that for for a remix.
1: There, there's a remix idea. Yeah, I guess I gotta so make I, one. <laughs> I need that remix uh, to come out. I'll, I'll start dropping that one. That'll be the one. <laughs> just send it over. That's all. I, I have. got you.
2: I got you. <laughs> I got you.
0: Uh, I'm trying to see what album it's on and. Pump it like was the, on the, the twenty. Yes, yes. Uh, Is that twenty eleven uh... or twenty twelve. No, this one's earlier than that. This one's oh, yeah? two thousand six. No, two thousand six. Yeah, okay. yeah. Because there Boom Boom Pow came out after in twenty in two thousand nine. Which, um, my humps was I think with this one.
2: Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. you're right. Yeah. That was like, I got a feeling, meet me halfway. That one other album, the uh, dude, the which is crazy
0: because there's hits on that one. It's Boom Boom Pow, Rock That Body, Meet Me Halfway. I'm a B, I Got a Feeling. Uh, let's see what else is on here.
1: Well, Elefante was 2004, 2005, and then they had this one. I, I think everything Black IPs right now has been doing great for me, so I, I, yeah, it all makes sense. You know, yeah, I, I think the timing of it's perfect. It's it's really good.
2: No, yeah. that's that's money. Thanks. So that yeah, Fergie one, that that
1: might be the move
2: right there. Yeah, we'll slap your name on it too. You know, we'll do a little. No,
1: <laughs> I don't. Just just send it over, man. We'll, we'll 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 push it, dude. I don't want nothing. the The I fact that it. we talked about it on the episodes enough. That's all you.
0: I love it. <laughs> I, yeah, That the the little party never killed nobody. I have gotten some requests from that for that song over the years. I do have a version. Let me see. Let me see if I can pull it up real fast. The one that I play. It's not like the best. Yeah. It's just like the only playable one that you know that I found over the years. So maybe it's that one you're talking about, Drew. The
1: like Goon Rock. Well, Goon Rock did produce the whole thing, so that's the original. But the the idea of that that song why it was so funny and it just blew up again is right before COVID hit everybody was trying to do uh, 2020 like flapper parties and that song the video is all flapper like all about Gatsby yeah. and, and so everyone was like that song was super prevalent for a minute and then you know COVID fucked everything
2: uh, yeah, I don't have any re- I used to have one remix that was like an Oliver Helden's vibe but I don't I don't know what I got. Nothing of, else. A, of a party, a party, q tips on that record, too.
1: That's wild. It, they, that's, it just came out too late, you know. It was like when uh Red Foo did what, what's the, the piano one. Uh, what's that one? It's so bad. It was like Red Foo last, last it, it did well in the charts, but it was just such a bad song. Let's get uh, ridiculous was that one no. Um oh, fuck, dude. What was booty that? man? Uh...
0: <laughs> I, I'm now I'm like, I don't remember either. I know what you're talking about vaguely, vaguely. Everything right. I need. No, hold brand on. Brand new day. No. Uh... Juicy Wiggle.
1: New juicy thing. wiggle. Juicy, juicy Wiggle.
0: wiggle. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: That was when. It's like this I, I don't I would be surprised if Gunrock did it but it's the same everything. It was just like they were still trying to milk that already tired vibe and you know, it Juicy Wiggle was like kind of probably like, I, I know it blew up for him. It was it was in like cartoons and I I want to say it was in the Chipmunks movie but I don't know.
0: <laughs> so, okay, so it's, we're still talking music here. Uh we're going to talk a little uh Serato top 5. Drew and I have done this for a while with people and you know we it's not always the same um or the numbers are sometimes can be skewed and actually i'm just gonna read off mine because they've changed a little bit here real quick the my top five played right now is the scooter rude boy the vma edit joe maz edit of lollipop scooters drake one dance don't lie and um lmfao shots so my sets are super basic as you can see from my top five songs uh but no we could talk uh what your top five are or whatever it's weird, we can talk some new music as well it's weird because my top five is all
2: angelo the kid remixes dude wow really? let's go yeah. let's go <laughs> a little party never killed nobody is going to be number one when that's done you know <laughs> that's going to be the number one for sure. amazing um yeah, so what I got is uh, it's pretty much uh, my favorite song to play right now is it's actually a Wookie edit. Uh, it's the We Like to Party Vanga Boys until club action. And it's like it just goes off every time. Like I've never seen like rooms just explode over that track. Um, I don't know if you guys ever heard that one. Uh,
0: I, I, I know the Vanga Boys. I know it's one of Drew's favorite songs. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I don't know uh, if I've heard uh, the a- that actual version, so I'll have to check it out.
2: Yeah, it's uh, it's like 150 BPM, and it goes into like this like vo- vocal chop. It's like, fuck that shit. Save fuck. I don't know if I'm allowed to curse. But... Oh, oh <laughs> but, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. I have heard that. <laughs> uh, and, and it loops into that, and it goes into Vanga Boys. Um, and the place explodes every time, every time.
1: I, I definitely need that, because I, I do play that all the time. Um, I DJ video as well, so when I had you're over on i'm in southern california and mm-hmm. that that song was used for magic mountain for um our our theme park over here so it would always come on and it has this really creepy old man like doing this stupid dance um and anyways that's what it reminds me of so i had a video made with that so i i, cool. I probably need that edit to i got to you i'll, add it I'll send the it over mix. to you that's a six yeah, that's a six that.
2: flag song six flag song yeah can't yeah it. six flag that's magic Mountain. <laughs> okay. that's magic
1: Mountain. Six Flags. i didn't know if that was like i know six flags is everywhere but i didn't know if that was like uh, their theme for everywhere so yeah it makes sense yeah
2: um so that one i got Um. Uh, another one i always play is it's unwritten no it's uh yeah back, girl into unwritten i think who that is that
1: Hollaback back into unwritten? Wow.
2: Yeah. It's like the it's the instrumental of Hollow Earl, and then it goes into Unwritten. And then uh I'll I'll usually build that up into Pat C's edit of Unwritten and it's like a 128 uh slap house. You made this? So no, um I well I know you, it's
1: like Frankenstein together, like but did you like I'll put usually, it all together?
2: I usually do it live, if anything. Oh. So uh Dope. it's a lot of fun. I've been using the sync button a lot, too. I don't know if that's a problem. <laughs> no, not at no. all.
1: Actually, I'd love to hear you talk about how you use it, because we had uh, JD on, and I know you play at Shrine.
2: Uh, yeah, so I'm I'm starting there next month, uh, my okay. first set. So.
1: Yeah, so JD was on. He was talking all about how he, he uses sync for the same style of things. And I I started using it. I was on turntables. I play on every different style of setup. So I was on turntables recently. And man, I you just gotta keep hitting sync like every fucking time. It almost seems anticlimactic that I gotta so keep hitting shit.
2: It I only use it for transitions from one BPM to another. So I believe th- yeah. it's Smart Sync I have on, and uh, usually I'm at 100 BPM. If I want to bring it up to 128, I'll usually do like again, like I'll do like the unwritten, like the one 100 BPM edit into the 128 edit, and pretty much I'll just line up the vocals when they're on the build up. And then I'll start bringing it up slowly, and it brings up both songs at the same time. So it's pretty much just bringing 100 to 128. But I'll do that for any BPM usually.
1: And this is uh, on CDJs.
2: Yeah, uh, Serato. So.
1: Yeah, right.
2: That's like the main well, reason I don't like record box because I love. That's like my favorite thing to do is those transitions.
1: Well, as a producer, um, I'm just curious why you would prefer to do it live versus like pre-making it.
2: I don't know. I get. I get like. I Ruin the point of DJing. Sometimes, like I could, I could do that, but sometimes I just like I love doing it live. You know, like it's just so much fun.
0: I, like I love time. DJ Drew. give him, leave him alone. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I, I'm, in, I'm impressed by that. I'm just asking questions. You know, this is what it is. Uh, but yeah, that's impressive to me. I like seeing that. I like seeing that. You know, you're flipping
2: through these edits. That's dope. It's fun. Yeah. So I, it's like, it just, I don't know. It's something I've always done. You know, and I just love it. I think when I, if I fully foil full, like switch over to sticks, I might have to make a couple private edits like that. So.
0: Yeah. The instant double feature on the sticks probably isn't as good as the Serato instant double, where you can flip things over and do that. That's something I would miss a whole lot on the sticks. I feel like as instant double, I mean, uh, going kind of back on that, but yeah, anyway, um, do you have any other songs uh big songs that are working or ones that you've been playing as well?
2: Um I mean the temperature the temperature uh satisfaction revis edit it just it's always works um one of my favorites and then any my uh, like we'll go back to Black Eyed Peas my humps is just like always always works as well and I usually do the headliner edit but there's probably about 50 remixes of my humps and I think it needs to stop so <laughs>
1: It could switch over to Fergalicious. I mean, it's basically an interchangeable song. It's the yeah. same song, right?
2: <laughs> Fergalicious was actually uh one of my least favorite songs for a while too, but I started playing it recently. <laughs> I just don't like the arrangement of the song sometimes. Like it's like it's just like okay, they want to keep hearing the vocal like every time they were like, "All right, what's the next like each every verse is so good in that song." So like they're just like the crowd is like, all right, I want to hear the next one. I'm like, oh, I gotta let it drag out sometimes. So, <laughs> did you
1: did you see the Saturday Alive did uh, a Black Eyed Peas thing? Uh, Lizzo was on the episode. If you haven't seen it, seriously look it up. It's the funniest shit I've ever watched because they're 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 talking about the the lyrics for uh, I Got a Feeling, you know, and they're they're like, okay, what are you thinking next? And they're like, uh, you know, they they go over a line. Buzzle Toff, you know, just throw out some t- like basically the song's so dumb and they're just throwing out, let's get it, let's get it, let's get it, let's get it. And they're like, Oh, that's good. It's so good. We love the lyrics. And when they really break it down on the video, it's just like it's so bad. Monday to Tuesday to Wednesday
2: to Thursday to Friday. <laughs> I got a feeling. I haven't played that in a while either. It's another one. I've
0: actually <laughs> stopped playing that song, and then in the last couple of months, I started playing it again because I was out somewhere and heard somebody else play it, and it did pretty well. And then, like for the longest time, I just was not getting a reaction out of that song at all.
2: And yeah, it's
0: been working pretty well for me recently.
2: It's like a all these songs have phases, you know. They become popular, they get corny, and then they're they're pop they're popular again, you know. So, um. It's crazy. I gotta maybe I'll maybe I'll try it out this weekend or something. We'll see. Yeah, I feel like that's
0: one that I've never really had a a, a good like remix of. Um, or I don't know. Had, there, I haven't seen many recently of it too. So I, I could, I would try to find personally, you know, I might try to find something else to try to make with it just because, yeah. Well, I think a good blend of it using
1: the, the, what's that piano? And then have it coming into like a different vocal that's more of a sing along for the shock value, and then into a drop. I think could be pretty pretty powerful. Um, Just because if you flip it in that kind of way to where it doesn't come into the cheesiness.
2: I agree. I agree. I think it's the vocal, like the instrumental. I like the instrumental. It's cool, and then you can have it drop into something else. You know. So. Yeah. Yep. Totally. Uh, You got any more for us there? Uh, no, I think that's for, that's for, uh, Serato. I think that's it. All right. Cool. Cool. Uh, that's a great, yeah, that's a great yeah. list by the way. Thanks. That, yeah. That, Thanks. We're impressed. Yeah. yeah. We like, we, we, we get, like to Wookiee got to check it out. Yeah. We uh, like to Wookiee. Wookie.
0: We'll have to get <laughs> that one. I have to get on his, uh, you said he's got the Patreon, so I might have to get on that. I'll
2: send you, I have a whole, I've been sending his Dropbox to everyone. So I, I got you. I'll send you all the stuff that I have. Perfect. appreciate that. Uh, okay.
0: We uh we get from the listeners all the time that when we have people on and uh you know they that are DJing out a lot that they like hearing you know uh just the the talking about music and stuff. It's just one thing that doesn't happen on a lot of other uh, podcasts and stuff. So uh, we love chatting a little music. It's like you know getting to hear you know if you don't get to get out much and hear other DJs, it's a way of getting to hear what's current, and what's fresh. So yeah, we appreciate you you chatting some music with us. Uh, of well. We'll do. Um, let's see.
1: Jer- we touched or... on social media, but I would. Yeah. I know we touched on it in the rapid fire, but maybe we could go a little bit more in depth about it. If you're, if you have anything else to talk about, um, maybe just tips and tricks. I feel what you're doing is like true to yourself and honest, and and I like that. Versus some of the, you know, the the corny stuff that is out there. I don't know how to walk that line, but. Yeah. Might be let something me, we could talk about a little bit more. Um we have the travel tips and new tech.
2: I don't know. Uh is there anything that hits you on those? Um. so I mean, yeah, we can keep going on social media. I've have, I have some stuff for sure I can All talk right. about. Let me
0: run this let me run our social media video here real quick and then we could talk uh we could talk some social media out here.
2: Go I'm all shook up. You hound dogs, don't be cruel. It isn't now or never. Let's talk social media. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh-huh.
1: Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> Love it
0: love it (laughs) (laughs) dude force gump taught elvis how to dance can't forget that (laughs) we got all these legacy
1: uh artists that are you know coming back from the dead for us so it's pretty amazing
2: oh amazing i mean elvis now for sure like i've gotten a couple requests for, i guess that new doja cat too. the new doja cat song vegas like they're Mm -hmm. all obsessed with that so listen i don't mind it
0: i made a quick uh a quick um um what do you call it like a little og interest like a slam edit uh i could send it to you hell yeah uh, it, it, it's funny i play it. it's literally the og song for like eight to ten seconds and people are like man what the hell like what's this guy doing <laughs> and then the song hits in and then it's like oh big reaction you know so i love
2: that i love getting to play those yeah, I love especially like fooling the crowd like that when they're like, what the hell is this? And they're like, oh, like <laughs>
0: <laughs> totally. So, yeah, you're you, going to talk a little more social media. One of the things that uh, we were saying um, is that we love, you know, how the, the way you've been doing social media stuff. It seems really organic. Uh, do you want to tell us
2: just any, uh, you know,
0: kind of tips or tricks you got for for stuff?
2: Yeah. So, um, I think Instagram is obviously the biggest thing right now too. And, um, obviously TikTok as well, but like a little bit on Instagram and just being your social media in general, I think the way I go about it and how I started was pretty much mimicking someone, but doing it in your own way, especially if you're lost and you're, you know, you're stuck. Um, you know, I, I knew the route I wanted to go and how, how I want to do it. And I look at some, you know, I take a little bit from everyone, you know, I'll see some big open format djs what do they post i want to see exactly what they're doing and stuff okay i like that and then i'll look at some people that are putting out remixes and what they're putting out um and then i'll also look at tiktok influencers or what are they doing on instagram to carry over um so i think that's that's pretty big um uh, that's a strategy that i've been following uh, the last like two three years so
1: all right so you're leaning on instagram first over tiktok that's the first time i've heard that I, I feel like everyone kind of is reposting all their tiktok shit to instagram versus how you're you're saying you're doing it
2: yeah i mean i've so tiktok um i i'm trying to be a little bit more consistent with it and just trying uh you know just some stuff going on at home like moving and stuff is it's been a little bit hard but i've been realizing like you know the reels have been okay i have never haven't seen any the same engagement as tiktok to reels um but when i post my tiktoks to my story i got i get way more engagement uh for sure and i'll get you know compared to you know 300 400 views it'll be 1200 to 2000 views um when i'm doing that so
1: so i'm sorry to ask all the questions so you 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 do you do push you're still pushing your stories because a lot of people have been talking I still like my stories but a lot of people have been saying like they want to just push the um, it's better to just push everything onto reels and not be still leaning on your uh, your stories as
2: as much um so I've heard I've heard uh you know both sides I've heard that reels have kind of been falling off a little bit recently because everyone's doing it now and now everyone's posting pictures as reels and once that happens it's just going to kind of get all flustered so um yeah i i i don't know the relationship between stories to feed yet and i'm trying to figure that out but i know with stories like i'll usually start off my first story with something that's going to be the most engaged um so you know whether i'm i think i'm going to get the most shares or replies on it that'll get a lot of tension and um Carry on throughout, you know, my five to seven stories uh, for that day. Um, so that's how this I've is been every
1: day. Every day you're doing something like that.
2: Yeah, yeah. Usually every day, every other day, I'll think about what I have going on the weekend of, or if I have a remix coming out the, that week. Um, it's all depending in, uh, on what's going on. So um, it's just it's very interesting what blows up and what do- or like what gets a lot of traction, and what doesn't, you know. So it's it's interesting to me for sure.
1: Do you ever repost it to different parts of it? So say you start on the reel and it doesn't do anything. So then you're like, okay, let me just re-put it on the story. So, um,
2: I, yeah. So with reels, I'll usually repost it on the story. Um, I'll always do that. And then I never, I'll never post reels and not post it to my feed because it just doesn't do anything for me. Like I never get any traction at all. Um, So yeah, that's, that's what I've been doing. I've, I've been like always in my head about the whole aesthetic for your page and stuff, but I don't really think that matters a lot. Sometimes I think sometimes it does, but I also think if you're getting a lot of engagement on just these random posts, I don't think it matters. Yeah. I feel like Instagram doesn't know what the fuck they're doing anymore. <laughs> like
1: everybody I
0: talk to, I'm like, "Yo, what's like what's what's going on anymore?" Like I don't even know. It used to be where it's like you could make a post between this day and this day at this time, you know, on a Wednesday at 4 and you would get the most, you know, engagement and this and that and the strategy behind it. Now it's just like there is none. You're just fucking
2: throwing shit at the wall to see what sticks, you know. Yeah. I mean, it's, they're winging it completely. It just, it's, it's different every month compared, you know, what's big reels now pictures is big. Like it just, they can't make up their mind, you know?
0: Yeah. And it almost seems like any of the videos that are like, and I'm kind of hearing this from what we were, Drew and I were talking a little bit about it earlier. Is like any of the videos that are like almost overproduced videos like that you, you make into a reel, like don't do well it's like the super yeah. ones where people are like you know kind of like yours with what you're doing right it's like super quick and organic or like i see videos of people like sitting in their fucking car like, boo, 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 boo. Yeah. like how is this guy sitting <laughs> in his car yeah blowing up but like you know the nice produced video that looks yep. good
2: doesn't do shit it's crazy. It's crazy. And like, yeah, like I've seen iPhone videos at shows of like big DJs at shows, they're taking an iPhone video and it's blowing up or even just a regular DJ, someone that just had their something blow up out of nowhere. Like it's a regular iPhone video. Um, and then also I never post anything, uh, I guess, widescreen. I post everything by nine by 16 for, for anything on Instagram too. I would say
1: that's the best advice you could give anybody. Is if they're not already doing that, you you just look old if you're you're posting uh, <laughs> widescreen. You know, it's um, we 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 just did that because we we have a new outro video and the outro video. I mean, there's just no way of reproducing it up and down. So we yeah. we did put bars on it, but it's black and white so that it looks. It, it fits the part, but it's still, I mean, it's the best you could do for what it is. There's no other way to showcase it. We could post it on YouTube, but it just don't do shit.
2: Yeah. Yeah. We can blame TikTok for that easily. Definitely blame <laughs> TikTok for that. Totally. I.
0: I it's weird as, uh, you know, the YouTube's even got the, the shorts now. And Drew and I have been talking about YouTube shorts and this and that. It's like, at what point, I don't at what point can they just fix the app so like if the video is, you know, this way, you just turn your phone and then all of a sudden it's a full length yeah. video. I don't understand why Instagram can't come up with that. Like they can do all this other shit. They can figure out if you like this thing and like this thing, then you're going to like this thing. Yeah. And they can listen to me talk and put an ad in front of me. Ah, yeah. <laughs> but they can't let the, the, <laughs> the camera turn.
2: The, they can so. do whatever they want, though. That's a thing. You know, like. They can they can be the shittiest app in the world, and they're still going to have people on that app. That's the problem, you know? <laughs> yeah. are, are you leaning on the YouTube shorts at all? Have you tried that? You know, YouTube is something I really want to get into for all my music, and uh, something to definitely get in. And I've heard people just blowing up on YouTube because of it. You know, they're, they get the most traction on YouTube compared to SoundCloud and all that other stuff, so um i have to that's my that's my priority within the next month or two to to get that going and get all my music up there for sure but i haven't thought about the shorts yet no Uh, i'm curious with with you know all your success with social
1: media has have you found that this is really translated into a lot of new shows or do you think it's like the production
2: so it's it's all i think so for shows i think the best thing is like growing your fan base for sure you know i think that's should be number 1 um and it has to do with everything going around it music mixes um right. doing everything you know tiktok again tiktok um so that uh, like i played in cincinnati uh, a fuse, like i played at gall yeah. park um the guy joey who booked me the way he found me i was just on a i, I did de- i was a guest on a like someone's radio show he said oh i had this i had them i have them here in a couple months like I heard listen to your mix and I loved your mix. Like, like, let's talk about getting you down here. What's going on? And then he saw when he heard my mix, he saw my whole page. He saw everything that I had going on, you know, my music mixes. Um, So I think it's important to have everything going on. Um, Just a little bit of everything for sure.
1: Yeah, I agree with that. It's the whole brand. It's the whole, the whole package. You're definitely pushing that on every aspect. So I was just curious if one was pushing the other and it kind of sounds like they all, blend into each yeah. other so
2: that's good yeah. i think for new shows it's a little mix of everything you know it's uh you know show and face it's um like a little bit of networking a little bit of you know social media and then definitely music for sure yeah uh the other thing i wanted to ask you about you got uh,
0: new management with you Rivas, costa and the management's called new wave management uh do you want to tell talk to us a little bit about that and, like what you guys are doing
2: yeah, so that's um, it's uh, the owner of uh, Trio and their talent person Kelsey. Uh, they're pretty much running the new management team, and um, you know, we're just looking to kind of get in the open format market uh, around the country. Uh, we have a lot of connections, and a lot of people have been reaching out for me, and I personally don't know really how to handle a lot of that stuff. I'm not, I'm not good with it, and. Um, I, when I, I was given some stuff to them beforehand and they, you know, now we're like, you know, let's start something fresh. You know, we want to, we kind of want to be a, just a, you know, a new team out there. And, uh, I th- I think it'd be cool, you know, to be part of the, all these amazing play uh, you know, teams like 4am, um, uh, scam, like, uh, rich group, like all these, uh, we want to be, you know, up to that level. So, uh, you know, it's, it's cool to be part of something in the beginning and we'll, you know, we'll see how it goes. I'm here, with them doing content as well. So um, really excited about that for sure. It's a great that's lineup. Awesome.
1: Yeah, yeah. And that's a, it's a good push. You guys are all, all putting out really dope shit. So that's uh, a, that's a, that's a good push. I like it.
2: Thanks brother. Yeah, for sure. Is there anything totally. you're
1: thinking of uh, it's any to differentiate yourselves at all to, to push it? I mean, we hear all types of people say, you know, having a manager is you, you almost have to have your fan base first. So I know now you're getting all these calls, so it does make a lot of sense for you. Um, is that something maybe telling the other DJs, I guess, what I'm trying to say is you don't need a manager until you're really getting all these calls coming through. Um, or do you find that it, it helps? I'm sorry, I'm being so confusing. Do you find no, that good. it helps that um, you do have that – that manager to talk and ask these questions
2: so i wasn't i wasn't i was obviously doing everything on my own for a little bit but and i was traveling a little bit here and there uh but i wasn't really happy with my market at home i think that was part of it and i was like okay i needed to take a step and i i also think it looks very professional to have a management team as well um yeah. and you know like they're a lot of places they don't really like, they they don't mind the management team, but they don't really like like a one manager guy that, you know, Hey, I'm his manager, but they don't really know what they're doing. You know, I think it's important, you know, have someone that professionally knows what they're doing for sure. And that is in that field. Um, And yeah, but I think the biggest thing when I said I needed management was I was just like, you know, I wasn't really happy with at home. Like I wanted, you know, my rate to come up and stuff. So I just started backing out on gigs and, and um, you know, Started taking a lot of gigs that were willing to, you know, pay me more and and uh, take care of me travel wise. So, um, yeah, I think that I hope that answers the question kind of. No, it does. Totally. Why
1: I bring it up is, you know, I've been working when COVID hit. I basically gave up all of my I was managing people back home. And so I, I gave that up. I was like, you know what, I don't want to do that anymore. No I want to just go back to being a talent. And after I did it, I've been working with a couple different companies. And you know, I love it because I don't have to be the bad guy.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you know, exactly. someone
1: wants me to do extra work, I just say, Hey, you handle it, you know. Yeah. So I like I like that little bit of a buffer, but I do feel what you're saying is very important for people to understand. Don't just have your buddy be the manager <laughs> Yeah, yeah exactly. make, it, make it official make it a true thing so the fact that you guys are teaming up and putting this out i think is is legit so
2: yeah and like we understand we're starting from day one so you know all of us are we're ready to just put out content and help out however we can especially with new waves so oh i think that's great
0: i think it i've i've always struggled myself with um with being like the guy that can sell himself like there's tons of things for me like i'm you know i do the fit radio stuff i have like 25 million plus plays on that i've been with working with that company for almost 10 years uh now and yeah. uh uh you know i've done the stuff with dms the same with true you know he's done stuff with dms but it's like the I don't want to sell myself and there's people that I consider like friends too. So like, once you start talking about business, it's like, yeah. starts getting awkward where it's like, yeah, but we're friends. So you should do it for this. And it's like, yeah. yo, but no, you know, and that's, I always struggle with that. That's one thing within yeah. my career I've always struggled with.
2: There's, there's also like, especially being in your hometown too. Definitely hard for sure. Um, I might be, I might be moving to Charlotte actually which is a big possibility to uh, cause uh, Charleston, they're opening up a club in Charlotte as well. Uh, So I might be out there to kind of be the resident and eyes over there, but you know, I would still be able to travel and everything. So we'll see, we'll see what happens with that. That's awesome. Um, I've never been over there.
1: I need to, I need to make that Charlotte.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Or Charleston. So so yeah. So Charleston is an awesome, awesome city. It's like, one, I mean, there's a lot to do there, but there's one street of just all bars and, yeah. you know, they have like only two nightclubs there. Um, and it's just so much fun, such a, such a fun time. And then Charlotte is like, it's a, it's a bigger city, you know, they have a downtown area, but then they have all these little areas with just everything's growing. Like every restaurant's brand new. Every bar is brand new. Um, it's a really, really cool, cool, uh, areas for sure. So That's awesome. I've been to Charleston. I was there for
0: like a night. Uh, I I played somebody's wedding down there, and then I went out after the wedding and hopped around to a few different places, and that was the extent of me going out in Charleston. Yeah. (laughs) But it was cool. I enjoyed when I was there. So i love to make it back down there. It's got a lot of cool history too. So Definitely, yeah. So real quick, we can do uh,
2: some travel
0: tips if you want.
2: Hey, C3PO here. Drew and Fuse, I hear you love technology. What are some new gadgets you guys love? Oh no, R2. Stop being so foolish. Let's hear about your new tech. Time to go. Master Loop needs me. (laughs) I love it.
1: (laughs) These are all brand new, too, by the way. These are all debuting on your episode. There we go. Love
2: it. Love it.
0: (laughs) 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 Alright, so... Uh, new tech gonna... any new tech you're into uh, anything dj wise any electronic wise producer anything just anything new technology
2: you're into so i'm gonna be very specific in serato but um i want to talk about the beat jump yeah okay um so before beat jump i was pretty much auto looping like to jump into songs i was auto looping so i wanted to jump 16 beats auto loop and then i would bring it back and then it would I would have to unloop and then go to that whatever part I wanted to go to. And I was doing that for a good like year and a half probably. And then like, everyone's like, why the hell are you doing that when you could just be on beat jump? And I'm like, I'm like, Oh, I started using beach. I'm like, Oh my God, this is literally amazing. Like, this is like, this is like a cheat code, you know? Um, yeah. it's like, you don't have to set up cue points anymore. Like you literally, I can, if I know there's 16 beats left until the intro, the, uh, whatever, like, this until like i want to get into the next song i'm like okay let me go to eight beats keep jumping eight beats and i'll get in by the time it's done you know so i think beat jump for sure has like been changed for like i've been been in love for sure so i
1: I use beat jump to actually set my cue points and it's so good um i'm curious hearing you say this do you um are are you able to have your laptop in front of you? Because I think if I was relying on some of these little features uh, without having it mapped to the, the CDJ mm-hmm. or whatever, I would just be you know, glued to my laptop. Are you able to have it in front of you or how are you doing that?
2: Yeah, I'm usually either in front or to the right um, is where I usually like it. But I just found out about the mapping feature. I didn't realize I can map it to controllers as well, uh, which is yeah. really cool. So uh, I've been doing that recently too, but I've, you know, I've always been everything, laptop, hot cues and everything, um, hot cues. And then I'll, I'll do the beat jump on my laptop. I forget what I put it at. I do like two, two of the keys.
1: That's dope, dude. I got to start using it live. I, I, I use it totally. to make my cue points. Cause I, I do the same where you're just like, you go on there you're like, it's at 16. I'm like, pop, 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 pop. pop and I hit like five cue points. I'm yeah. done. You know, it's yeah. great.
2: So I, I love it. I, it's one of it's so much fun to use. It's so much, it just makes it easier to mix too, for sure.
0: So that's a great, great tip. Um, anything totally. else? Totally. I, I got one oh. here. So, you know, Drew and I have been advocates for this Insta 360 camera. People always message us, Hey man, where do you get this camera from? And I always <laughs> say, well, if you were listening to the podcast since day <laughs> one, you'd be hearing us talk about these you know, these things. So don't ask me questions that you can't be answered on the podcast, right? So they came out with a new one and I got it. It is the X3 right here. Uh, so it's got a larger larger screen here, as you can tell. It also shoots in 5K. So uh, I had it out this weekend and um, we had a little blacklight party at the club that I play. Uh, it was like a glow party. So I was having a hard time getting the – the lighting right with it, but as if if you look at the most recent reel I I posted on um on uh, Instagram, you can see the the beginning with the strobes, how super crispy clear the footage is with this thing. So I'm excited to use this version more. I had the X2 and I sold it off, and and then went out and got this X3 right away.
2: So I'm happy. I'll about be selling
1: that. my X2 if anybody's interested.
2: <laughs> I'm. A- maybe we'll say i i might be interested for sure i've been seeing everyone use it and it looks it comes out insane those videos
1: dude it's so easy to use Uh, some of the best stuff is
2: you just put it on the stick and you hit record or
1: you hit stop and then the second you see something it's like having a film crew at your event without doing anything yeah that's
0: what's nice like you know, like if you hand your buddy a phone, you're like, bro, you just missed the shot. Like yeah. the shot was hands up, down, up, down, and you missed it, <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> right. So uh the nice thing about the 360 is like, you literally set it in a good spot and it takes footage everywhere. So it'll be getting footage of you while getting footage of the crowd. And then you can, you know, change it. It's super nice. You can edit it. Right. And like, yeah, whoa, was, exactly. Yeah. The shot. The yep. tip that I would say is
1: to re-record your audio live too, so then you input the 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 actual recorded
2: audio instead of the crappy microphone audio. Um, <clears throat> you can kind of combine it too if you wanted to. So, like if you got like a little bit because you want to get the crowd screaming or something, so that'd be cool.
1: Exactly, but you you everything's done post-production, so all that the full edit's all done after the fact. So yeah, yeah, you can basically have any angle it's it's amazing it's totally worth it if you're interested i'll i'll, I'll sell it to you
2: yeah definitely we'll, we'll talk about it afterwards i'll, I'll definitely uh might be interested. all right <laughs> uh all right one final
0: question we've been calling it the uh the sauce what is one final takeaway you would like uh the listeners of the show to kind of just take away from this episode today
2: um yeah i mean. Uh, you got you guys can find me on Instagram at Angelo the Kid um, and then SoundCloud Angelo the Kid. I have a ton of remixes and edits and you know if you're if you're a DJ that's just trying to get into the club scene I would say because I started in the private event um, and I still do private events both um, but I you know just keep going and I would just keep putting as much content as possible sharing your mixes to everyone and all your friends and. You know, every every listen counts and every every supporter counts and, you know, take care of those people um, and always practice, you know, DJing. If you're always looking to get better, always practice. But I would also say, you know, first know what to play before knowing how to play. Um, I think that's big. So um, yeah. but yeah, I think uh, that's pretty much that's pretty much it from me. So <laughs> I I didn't know you were doing private events
1: before this. That's, uh, that's something I would have liked to talk about. So you're doing that and you're, you're not doing them
2: anymore. It's just, it was kind of, um, I do. I just, I don't really promote them under Angelo uh, Angela kid, but I just, you know, I do weddings here and there for sure. I just, I, I've been doing it since I was, since I first started DJing. So, and uh, you know, I'll lead weddings once in a while and, and stuff. So um, it's fun I, for sure. I think, I think um, the takeaway
1: for me about what you just said is if you do want to go into the space, understand you want to go into the space and build your brand and build your your whole identity. But there's nothing wrong with still taking work and doing the stuff, but just know what part falls into what lane, right? Yeah, exactly. (laughs)
2: Like knowing, you know, exactly lane. If you're trying to go the nightclub and wedding route and like promoting it, you know, make sure you know that you know if you're trying to separate two things like make sure you separate it you know knowing your brand is the biggest thing too
1: it, it's there's and if you were i mean i think the path that you're going you're gonna you're gonna blow up into a more of like a festival style so even leaning into your private events is probably a waste of time but for me i still do private events and i still do uh big clubs so i i do find being able to tell the private event people that i do that as a, a positive yeah so, yeah oh walk in the like line.
2: i think couples now too they love it they're like they love that having a club dj as their as their uh, wedding dj too well uh, what's his name's crushing it too nick scalici uh no not good uh, uh, nick uh spinelli nick Sc- spinelli i'm sorry there's another there's another dj nick scalici sorry about yeah.
1: that no nick spinelli he's definitely crushing it right now he's uh He's doing both, and he's doing it backwards from you. Yeah. Uh, well, maybe <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I don't know. He's he was doing weddings, and now he's trying to do clubs and still do the wedding. So he's he's walking that line. And I, hey, we talk about it all the time. I think, you know, being a well-rounded DJ and doing both is very important. But knowing, um, you know don't play that festival track at the wedding unless they really yeah. want it, I guess, but, <laughs> yeah. but for the most part, no, know what it is. And I think it, dude, make your money. You know, yeah. I, I think yeah. both, I think they're start the lines are starting to blur and, yeah. and it's okay. And it's kind of exciting.
2: Um, I think wedding DJs are some of the best DJs out there too, compared to, compared to a lot of other DJs. You learn a lot of music, you know, you, you know, a lot of stuff and you got it. You got to play everything, you know, you got makes you a very better, a much better DJ for sure.
1: Well, it's got to help with your bootlegs because the way you're talking is like, you're, you're like, oh yeah, I know that. And I know this. And, you know, it makes me think that you really study music and, and, you know, you're paying attention to the craft. And I think some wedding, some, some club DJs don't get that, that training of seeing everybody, right? They're like, oh, this is my age group, 21 to 25. And they, they miss the whole age group of, yeah you know, once you, you grow as a club DJ, you realize that those, the, the ages change over. And so mm-hmm. if you're always doing events for all types of ages, you're able to grow with them, you know?
2: Yep. So, yep.
0: I totally. agree. Well, we appreciate you coming on today and chatting with us real quick. One more time. Will you tell everybody where they
2: can find you again? Yeah. So, uh, at Angelo the kid on Instagram, TikTok um SoundCloud Angelo the Kid. I have a, I have some free bootlegs on there and mashup packs Uh you can always DM me for mashups too. Uh, I'll usually send you guys a folder if you're if you want one. And I'm also an exclusive editor on well, I don't actually, it's another, it's another uh oh, go for no, it. Say it. Okay. No, right. Right. we don't care. Okay. We we rep everybody, dude. Honestly,
1: just DMS is like our our uh our thing. Our home we, base. Yeah. No. You we guys are awesome. Real. We tell get, every single person to have multiple record pools. We don't have at no point should you only have one.
2: So Hell yeah. So I'm exclusive editor on a digital music pool. Um, so, but awesome. I'll, I'll post some free stuff too, besides them as well. And I'll send them out. You guys always yeah. end up posting my stuff too, which is awesome. I appreciate you guys. Yeah. No yeah
1: anything you want to share, we're, we're always willing to post. So if you, you send totally. it over, we're, we're, we're happy to put it up and, um, no dude you've been killing it and i definitely need to get on that email thing do you is there like a patreon you're doing or wh- how is that all coming out
2: uh i'm not usually i just put it put it on soundcloud but i'll i'll uh i'll just share you know i have a dropbox folder i'll share to people uh so i'll, I'll i got you guys after this and i'll share it with you guys
0: yeah awesome all right. Well, once again, that's going to wrap up the show today. Shout out to all the punks for listening. Make sure you rate and review the podcast on iTunes. Make sure you uh, check out the affiliate link below. Uh, you can still save 30% off your first month of direct music service. If you haven't with promo code Drew and Show, hit up that YOLO line, 562-246-YOLO. And uh, until next time, we'll see you guys. Peace. Peace, guys. Thank you.